Join us next time on the DevOps Lab, where we talk to Damian Brady about bringing our IIS-based application into Azure App Service. All the migration goodness, everything that can help us get there, and what do we have to watch out for? Tune in next time on the DevOps Lab. Welcome to the DevOps Lab on-prem to the cloud series. In our last episode, we added infrastructure as code into our CI CD pipeline and rubbed some DevOps on that whole process. Now, in this episode, we're going to take the app that we have running in IIS in a VM and migrate that into Azure App Service. And Damien's going to uh, take us through and show us how. Hi, hey, Damien. How's it going? Awesome, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. So we have our app that's running in our in our uh, VM, but we want to get a little bit better experience and take advantage of the cloud a little bit more. So why don't you tell me a little bit about Azure App Service? Why why would we want to move there, and what is it going to do for us? Yeah. So um, if you think about running stuff on the cloud, we have our kind of infrastructure as a service where we have the virtual machine hosted for us, which is what we're doing now. But we're moving more towards a kind of a cloud native scenario where we're running on platform as a service. So app service is a great way of hosting web applications. And it's a platform as a service, which means that we don't need to worry about things like the virtual machine or the operating system or updates or any of that kind of stuff. We pretty much just provide the code and then Azure does the rest for us. So what we're trying to do here is pick up you know, the application that we have and all of its dependencies and the stuff that we care about and move it into a scenario where uh, the only thing we care about is the code. So when we update our application, we can get our pipeline to push that out. If there's a Windows update that needs to happen, that's not our problem. So it makes things a lot easier to kind of, you know, automatically deploy and automatically update without thinking about all of the peripheral stuff. That's very cool. Speaking as someone who's you know applied more than one Windows update in my day, um, <laughs> managed managed many many IIS servers, you know being able to offload that workload and have somebody else handle that sounds awesome. Now, how do we make this move? Right, it, this sounds like it might be a little complex. I've moved apps between IIS servers, and it's not always rosy. Yeah, and and I remember um, the last. Last time I did this really in anger, it wasn't quite as clean a story. Like you had to do your analysis of what your application did and all that sort of stuff manually. Like you had to look, have a look at the libraries you used and the version of .NET and all this kind of stuff um, and then evaluate whether you could move it. And then in general, you just try it and slowly go through all the things that broke. Um, thankfully, though, these days, there's a much easier way. So there's actually a migration tool that is provided by Microsoft that will look at your application running in IIS and help you migrate it to uh, app service. And it'll identify a whole bunch of things that you need to do first um, and you know, identify what needs to change, whether it's gonna work or not, um, and then push that up for you. So um, I've run through this and it was kind of surprised how, how little time it took. I had to change a couple of things, but um, I, I can walk through that as well when we do it. Yeah, um, let's, let's see it if we can. Yeah, absolutely. So even better as well, if you want to just kind of try this, Microsoft Learn has a migrated on-premises web application to Azure App Service 
learn module uh, that is free to use. Um, it actually spins up a virtual machine in the cloud for you with a sample application and then walks you through actually doing this migration. So if you just want to try it out to see what it's going to look like, awesome place to start. So we'll put the show note, put that link in the show notes as well. Um, oh, that's awesome. But yeah, so I'd started there. It was um, pretty straightforward. I thought, how would it work with our actual application though, with our Mercury web application? So I did a search for, you know, app service migration. There's a link from Microsoft Learn as well. And it um, gives you uh, some details on the Azure App Service Migration Assistant. Um, basically, this is a tool that you can download, uh, which will which will do all this work for you. You can actually hit a URL and get it to assess that remotely. Um, now, obviously, that depends on how much stuff is accessible remotely and and things like that. I wouldn't rely on that personally. I would go straight to these these applications. So, the App Service Migration Assistant for .NET Web Apps on Windows. That's what we're going to use for our example. So look, let's just jump over to our virtual machine. Um, we've got one right here. Uh, and this is our virtual machine that's running our web app at the moment. And I've started the Azure App Service Migration Assistant. Now, because I'm on a virtual machine on the shared screen and stuff, I'm gonna zoom in a bit so you can read a little bit better. But it basically takes you through uh, doing an assessment and then um, gets you to log in and, and set up that stuff. But it'll actually take you through the migration entirely. So I'm just going to run through this just so you can see. It's looked at IIS and it's identified that we've got three web apps. Uh, Mercury Health is the one that we're migrating. So I'll select that and go next. And then it just looks at what's there and goes through this migration report to see what problems there are, what things you'll need to change. In our case, it's actually found an error in the IIS configuration. Um, it's just a warning though. So um, the best advice that I can give you is just to try doing the deployment anyway uh, and see if that works. You can see there's no errors, so it'll migrate fine. But if you zoom into the success area, you can see all of the different things that it checks. So all of these things have to be in place for you to be able to migrate cleanly. Things like um, not having any IS API filters, uh, sometimes some cross-cutting concerns like security or logging or stuff like that was implemented in IIS using these um, ISAPI filters. Uh, these can be supported in app service, but you can't do them in the migration tool. Um, so these are just a few things that you might have to turn off or switch off. The one that I had to change to get this to work was the authentication, so the app pool that it was using. We're actually using our own app pool to connect to the database and to run that application. Um, I just had to change that to default. But that's kind of okay because we are going to be moving everything anyway. So it's going to be running under a different context in the cloud regardless. So even if that causes problems immediately, um, I can change it to default and then we can fix those problems later on. So we've got all these things, uh, no errors. So let's just say next. Uh, and we the warnings will... there. So the warnings, warnings and errors, it's kind of like what you see in your build output, right? We just ignore yeah, exactly. those warnings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've been a developer for years, so warnings means you can completely ignore it, right? <laughs> um, it's, just, it's just the errors that are going to stop you. Um, so, yeah, the warnings are really just, hey, this this might cause an issue. Maybe you'll need to look at it. In in our case, it didn't really matter. Um, or it didn't seem to when we did it. So, But you may want to investigate it if there's something a little bit more pressing. Um, when you click Next, though, it gives you basically a device code. So this is the really cool kind of... Um, log into Azure using the device code, which if you haven't done is kind of magic. So you can copy that code, open the browser, 
log into Azure and it'll it'll do all that sort of work. Now I'm just going to copy that code and do this kind of out of band. What it's done is it's connected to Azure and it's asked me um, whether I want to connect this migration with an Azure Migrate Hub. So the Azure Migrate Hub is a is kind of a central place where I can collect all of the things I've been doing to migrate my applications. It's a really cool way of kind of uh, keeping all that stuff together, which is which is great. For these purposes, though, I'm not going to bother creating one. Um, we haven't got one either, so I'll, I'll just leave that blank and I'll just go to the skip button down the bottom. So the next thing it needs me to do is choose what app service I'm actually going to deploy to. So I'm just going to um, show you this screen, but I'm not actually going to go through and, and do this migration because I've done it ahead of time. You don't need to watch me watch me run it. But it asked me to, for the subscription, the resource group, uh, app service plan. But the really cool thing is right down here at the bottom where it asked me about the database. Oh, now it's yes. seen that I have a database connection uh, that I'm using in my in my web application, and it's offered to set up a hybrid connection. So what a hybrid connection is at a high level is it's basically just allowing the web app, the app service running on Azure, to connect through to this server, this virtual machine and have a kind of this hybrid pipe. So my database still runs locally on this virtual machine and uh, it's connected to from the cloud. Now it's a great way to kind of uh, like a stepping stone to get yeah. all the way out to the cloud. But I don't, I, I would recommend that you don't stick with this for, for a very long time. For one thing, it's gonna be slower. And secondly, you're kind of in this, this halfway world where some of your application's running in the cloud and some of it's running on the database. Uh, sorry, on a, on a virtual machine. So we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about migrating our, our SQL Server. But to kind of get things working really quickly, this is this is a pretty cool uh, little feature that'll let you do. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Because yeah, that would be my first question. Like, okay, I've moved my app, but my data. What about my database? How am I going to make that connection? Do I have to open up network security, fire network security group firewall and firewall rules and stuff like that? But this seems to handle that all for you and and make that yeah, ab uh, absolutely make that and our right. virtual machines on the cloud too so in the same uh, resource group actually so it shouldn't be too slow in this case but yeah having it do all that stuff for me is just it's fantastic nice um and that's pretty much the last step you can um just run it or you can export a, an arm template so you can spin this up a little bit later if you want to spin up your app service um, directly, and I know that you would massive, you would be a massive fan of that, um, Steve, rather than just yeah. clicking the button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you want the ARM template? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We don't do a lot of right-click deploy here, you know. Yeah, no. We, our team doesn't do a lot of that, right? <laughs> no, <now. yeah. laughs> That's right. So uh, once we do that, we end up with our web application essentially running um, on our, you know, on our. Um, on our web app. So um, if we go to um, Azure, oops, we go to our portal, okay. I can type, um, you should see that we've got our um, web application as or our app service web application as one of the, um, uh, it's just logging in, as one of the options there. We've already done this migration. And so our, um, let's just go to that resource group and we'll find it. Uh, we can see we've got a uh, app service here, a Mercury web app, app service. Just zoom in a little bit. Uh, and if we zoom into that, uh, we can see that this is actually up and running already. Um, and we can visit that directly. Uh, it's done this migration for us and it's connected that and everything's working. So um, this now is the same application just running on 
our uh, on our web app uh, on app service, which is pretty cool. All right, Damien. Now this was our demo environment, right? So what are what are the caveats or some other things you might want to watch out for while while we're doing real projects? So as people go away to kind of internalize this and maybe try it out and learn as they start thinking about how they're going to apply it in their environment, what do they need to watch yeah, out for? Absolutely. So that migration tool checks a whole bunch of different things to make sure that they work. Um, now this is a relatively simple app. We're not using anything super complex like um, ISAPI filters or you know third-party libraries and things like that. In some cases, you'll need to do a little bit more work with those. Um, so while this went really smoothly, yes, it's a demo application that's fairly simple. Um, it may not be quite as smooth for yours. You may need to do a little bit of work to get that running. Um, even when that migration happens as well, you've got to think about um, we're setting up DevOps, right, as well as just running our applications on the cloud. So we've got to think about our pipeline, what our pipeline actually looks like too. This is just picking up our code and throwing it onto the cloud, right? Which is great, but then what happens when we do an update? Um, and I want to just really briefly show you as well. Um, there's a couple of things that, that you might need to think about as well. We'd set up this pipeline earlier. So we already had this um, Azure Pipelines you know, uh, template to push this out. So I've, I've kind of templated this and so on to make it a little bit easier to read. But before, because we were deploying to an on-prem server, we, have, we were using these IAS deployment, app deployment on machine group tasks and the SQL DAC pack deployment on machine group tasks. Now, we don't need to use these tasks anymore. We can use kind of cloud ones. So if I go to task and then look at web app, there's an Azure web app deploy, which means that we can just run this on a hosted agent and it will deploy to our Azure web app. Similarly, you know, Dacpack, uh, there's a SQL Azure Dacpack deployment. So when we get to the database, we can change that as well. So the pipeline will need to change, so we're not deploying on-prem, but it makes it a little bit easier. We're using these kind of cloud-native ones. Um, it's a really similar story as well for uh, GitHub. So we did the same thing in GitHub, but with um, GitHub Actions, we sometimes had to run like a command line like MS build or a, a SQL deploy command line. Um, the great thing about having it in the cloud um, is there are a ton of Azure actions. So if we looked at you know, web app for Azure, uh, we can see static web apps, Azure web app. So there's a native out of the box kind of action that we can use to deploy our web app. So it makes our pipelines a little bit easier as well. So this that's kind of the, our other thing that we need to think about is how to, how to modify our pipeline to get these deployed you know, to app service rather than to the virtual machine. So those are the things I would, I would think about when it comes to um, you know, doing this in the real world. Yeah, the other thing I would chime in here is, is this also makes our infrastructure's code story a lot simpler because a lot of the work that went into the machine configuration, now we're going to be living completely in the ARM template and instead of templating out the VM, we're going to be just templating out app service and, and maybe, you know, as we move down this path, the SQL service that, that it belongs to as well. So, yeah, it definitely streamlines um, many aspects of of what we're doing and what, what we have to manage. So yeah, thank you so much. Scaling, scaling up and out and things like that, app service does, does it all for you. So you don't need to worry about modifying your ARM templates to kind of, you know, in dramatic ways to get multiple VMs working and things like that. Yeah, exactly. So now everyone else, I want you all to check out the links down below. 
This has been another awesome episode of On-Prem to the Cloud in the DevOps Lab. And Damien, thank you so much for sharing all that awesome information about app service and how we can get into app service if we're running our apps in a VM somewhere. So yeah. again, check out those links and we'll see you next time. Thank you.